Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The following podcast was originally recorded and released on my Patreon on January 15th. See, let me catch you up to speed here. I had had this idea to release bonus episodes of a podcast that I call My Other Podcast, which is an exclusive podcast for my patrons over on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Stephen R. Or join for only a dollar a month. The idea was that every Friday when a new episode of WandaVision was released, I would watch the episode and then I would sit down and record my thoughts about it and put it up on the Patreon for my folks over there on the same day. I would then eventually, once WandaVision was done and all the episodes were out, take those episodes of my other podcast, put them together somehow and release them as larger, longer episodes for you folks here on the Just Another Fanboy feed. Now, it has since been suggested that I might want to strike while the iron is hot and get these episodes out to you guys a bit sooner. So what I'm doing here is I will watch each episode of WandaVision as it comes out on Friday. I will sit down and record my thoughts. I will put it up on the Patreon for those folks that same day. And then I will release it to y'all on the Just Another Fanboy feed the following Monday. But here's the problem that we've got right now. I've already got two episodes up for my patrons. I did one episode on January 15th for WandaVision episodes one and two. And then I did a second episode for WandaVision episode number three. So you're getting this episode on Saturday. You're going to get the next episode on Sunday. And then you'll get the third episode, which will be about what at that point will be episode four of WandaVision. You'll get that on Monday, February the 1st. So sit back and enjoy. If you have not watched WandaVision yet, the following podcast will contain spoilers in regard to WandaVision episodes one and two. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is proceed at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of My Other Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen, and this is the podcast that I create just for y'all over at the Patreon. Sure, every once in a while, I do share it with others. I do like to share things. 
I have been taught from an early age that we have to share. Share and share alike. And Share Bear was always my favorite Care Bear. I don't know if Share Bear was a Care Bear, but if there was a Care Bear, it should have been Share Bear. It's a lot of air words. Anyway, this is coming a little late because as I was getting ready to actually record last night, it's Friday. I'm recording this on Friday, the day that the podcast is supposed to come out. Usually I record them on Thursday nights and I was sitting down to get ready to record for today, last night. And I realized that the very first episode of WandaVision was going to hit Disney Plus tomorrow, today. I was thinking tomorrow when I was doing this on Thursday, but now that it's today, it's today. Confused? Well, if you watched WandaVision, you might be slightly confused. But I thought I would I would like to talk about it. And then I thought, what if I talked about it every single week? And then I kind of scratched my head and said, no, they like it when I change stuff up. They don't want a, a just a WandaVision episode every Friday. So I came to a compromise. I said, today's episode of my other podcast will be about WandaVision. Next week, y'all are going to get two episodes of freaking my other podcast. So I'm going to do your regular Friday episode. And then at some point on Friday, I will watch and then talk about the latest episode of WandaVision. And I may just do that for all the new stuff that's going to be coming out on Disney Plus this year. Sound good? Exclusively for y'all. That's what I'm saying. So I watched WandaVision, and the first thing, of course, I noticed was that they actually released the first two episodes today, and I took a great big bunch of notes. That's me rifling through the notes. So I don't know how coherent this talk about WandaVision is going to be, but we'll, 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 we'll see what we see. So first of all, neither episode had a name. They didn't title either episode. It was just episode one and episode two. The first one was about 30 minutes long. And then the second one, I think was just a little over 30 minutes long. And they're, they're, they're a little bit odd. So let's just talk about the first one first, shall we? The screen format for this episode was square. They wanted it to look as if you were watching an old show from the 50s. It was black and white. It was a sitcom called WandaVision. It had a a fun little intro theme song of it showed like the two of them in their car after having just been married and then moving into their new house. And it's very much it feels like this first episode, it feels like you were watching a, a TV show sitcom that was kind of a cross between the Dick Van Dyke show and Bewitched. It leaned more heavily toward Bewitched. And you've got Wanda and Vision, Wanda, who is a witch and Vision, who is an android, and the whole premise of this sitcom, and I would use air quotes if you were seeing me in person, the whole idea of this sitcom is that they are these extraordinary people trying to pass off as regular people living amongst all the other regular folk. He has a job that he goes to. She's a homemaker. He has a job that he goes to called computational services incorporated and he makes a number of jokes throughout the episode as he tries to figure out what it is computational services does and they seem to only do computational information they run reports that's what they do and nobody knows what the reports are for or what they're about but they compute 
and that's what they do. And it's that's it's that's really about it. The episode starts out with the two of them in the kitchen. She is washing dishes and she's doing it all by magic. And one of the dishes crashes into his head and he's like, oh, Wanda, you and your flying saucers. I can't do the accent, but it was really cheesy. And then he points out the calendar for the, on the wall. And for the day that today on the calendar, there is a heart drawn in above the date. And neither of them know what that heart means. They know it signifies something, but they don't know what it means. And they're they're both acting as if they do know what it means, as if the other one has forgotten and they're going to try to trick them into telling each other, I guess, what it signifies. But he goes off to work. When he is at home, he wears he wears a suit and he looks like Vision. He's red and green and all that. But then he does a little a little snappy thing with his hand and his his face turns his head you know he looks like a normal human and he goes off to work well while he's at work she's visited by the neighbor and i can't remember i honestly i can't remember her name i didn't write the neighbor's name down and i don't remember the actress that plays the the neighbor but she comes over to visit with wanda to to welcome her to the neighborhood and Wanda is mentions to her that there's this t- t- today is a special day. She's just not quite sure what today is. And the neighbor says, is it your birthday? And she says, no. And she says, is it a holiday? And she says, no. And she goes, is it an anniversary? And she goes, yes, it's our anniversary. So the two of them start planning out a romantic evening for Vision when he comes home from work. Now, I do find it kind of funny that they are trying to act as if, you know, they're trying to hide amongst the regular folks, pretending to be regular folks. But he still goes by the name of Vision. Everybody calls him Vision. The people at work call him Vision. Wanda calls him Vision. And and nobody seems to blink an eye at that. Well, while Vision is at work, the boss comes out to talk to him. And we find out that the boss's last name is Hart. And the boss says that he's looking forward to having dinner with Vision tonight, and Vision realizes that's what the heart was on the calendar for, dinner with my boss. And as it is in these shows from the 50s, first of all, it's really weird, you know, looking back at shows like that, that the boss would even come over for dinner. I I can't imagine having my boss over for dinner, or I have people that report to me, I couldn't imagine going to somebody else's house for dinner. But not only is it a regular thing in shows like these, in this particular episode, the future of his job actually hinges upon this dinner going well. And so the boss shows up with his wife, who is played by uh, the woman that played Kitty in um, that 70s show. And of course, Wanda is there uh, ready to seduce vision and their you know hilarity ensues from that they take a break at one point to play a commercial a fake commercial for something called the Toastmate 2000 by Stark Industries a, a a revolutionary futuristic toaster so for most of this episode it's played up like i said like an old sitcom like bewitched and it's done very well. It really looks like they are on some kind they're in some kind of studio and it it, it doesn't look like, you know, you see a lot of times when when TV shows try to mimic 
old footage of something and they don't do it very well. This actually does it quite well. It does feel it. It it actually feels like an old show without they didn't go over the top and add a bunch of like fuzz and 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 stuff in the like the film or the video. So it looks worn and, and, and junk like that. But everything is played up as if it's this sitcom from the 50s. But then at one point, as they're sitting around the table, the four of them, Vision, Wanda, Mr. and Mrs. Hart, they're sitting around the table, getting ready to eat. They start to eat. And uh, Mrs. Hart starts asking them questions. You know, when when did you get married? When did you move to town? Why did you come to town? And it suddenly dawns on both Wanda and Vision that they can't answer these questions. They don't. They, they realize it's pointed out at one point that, that neither of them wear a wedding ring. They don't remember getting married. They don't know why they're at, at this town. They, they start to realize that they don't quite understand what it is that's going on. And then suddenly Mr. Hart starts choking on whatever he's eating. And he's just sitting at the table choking. And it just continues and continues. And it's the, this eerie music starts playing. Wanda and Vision are kind of looking at each other in confusion. Uh, Mrs. Hart is sitting across from Mr. Hart. And she just keeps going. Like she's laughing. Like, like Mr. Hart is joking around. And she keeps going, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it she her voice starts getting a little strained but it it feels it's a really creepy moment and finally at one point wanda just says vision save him and vision gets up and he uses his powers to reach into the dude's throat and pull out this chunk of food that he was choking on and he he the, the guy gets up and he's like oh well okay well that was dinner thanks everybody and then they leave and it's like Nothing weird happened. And then as the show is ending, that is like the only moment during the show, except for the very end, that you realize something weird is kind of going on. And as the show ends, the credits start to roll and the camera pulls back and it looks as if you are somebody in the modern day is watching this on a TV in some kind of it almost looks like a uh like a stakeout van of some sort, a surveillance van. Um, but it may not be. That's just the the impression I got. And whoever it is that's watching this, they don't. You don't see who it is. All you see is basically a shoulder and an arm. And they reach down and pick up a very weird looking remote control, and they hit stop. And then that's when the actual credits run, which are now at this this scene. And then the actual credits are all widescreen and in color. Then we get episode two which has a different intro. The intro is animated. It is more like the Bewitched intro, which then started me thinking, this intro is obviously a play on the Bewitched intro. That's the way I felt. So if that's the case, I wonder what the original, what the first intro was supposed to be based on, because I didn't quite recognize it. I didn't always watch sitcoms about married couples in the 50s. So I didn't, if if it was based on another show, I didn't quite catch it. I, it I, I wasn't smart enough to pick up on it. The next thing I noticed about this show is right away, we, the, the whole premise of this episode is that Wanda and Vision are uh, going to participate in the town talent show, a talent show that they put on every year to raise money for the children. That's they keep saying that in the episode. Somebody will say for the children and then everybody else in unison, very creepily Stepford like will go for the children. And uh, that's all we know. That's they're raising money for the children. And so Wanda and Vision are going to do a magic act. 
So when the episode opens, they're practicing their magic act in the living room. And it's very cheesy. It's it's again, they do such a good job of making you feel like I mean, if you didn't know any better, if you didn't know who these characters were to begin with, if you didn't know anything about the Marvel Universe or the Avengers movies or anything like that, you would just assume if you walked into the room and started watching this, so that it was just some old show. That's how it felt. And uh, so they're practicing for their magic act. And I noticed right away that their living room looks completely different. It's decorated differently. There's suddenly a flight of stairs that goes upstairs, um, which wasn't there before. And then I, then I realized that they're even dressed slightly differently. Wanda is wearing pants, whereas in the previous episode, she was wearing a big dress. Like it felt like the first episode was in the 50s, and now this episode is in the 60s, but they were still both black and white. We do, there is a moment in the first episode where we hear the song Yakety Yak. And then there's a moment in this episode where we hear the song Help Me Rhonda by the Beach Boys. And I looked both of those up. Yakety Yak was 58. Help Me Rhonda was 65. So we are progressing, apparently. this The, the sitcom is moving forward in time. And yet they don't. It's, it's not as if because they're still trying to get to know the people in the neighborhood. So it obviously hasn't been seven years as far as the television show is concerned, but it's like they're moving through TV eras already from one episode to the other. There's also a moment where the two of them are in bed and it's they're they're each in separate beds, these these two single beds with a big space between them and they're they're a booming sound comes from outside and they're both very scared and neither of them wants to get out of bed to check it out. And, uh, the, after the third or fourth boom, she freaks out and uses her magic and pushes the beds together. And then they realize that it's just a a tree branch smacking against the window in the wind. And, Vision's like, oh, look what you've done with the bed. And so she uses her magic and actually turns it into a double bed. And he goes, oh, turn off the lights. And then that's then they they I think that's when they go into the the credits. I'm not the the opening theme. I can't quite remember, even though I just watched it not that long ago. So we've gone from it's it's basically like they are they are uh, com they're trying to make a commentary on how television shows progressed throughout the years she was wearing a dress in the first one she's wearing pants in this one uh obviously uh their beds were separate and now they've moved them together and are sleeping in the same bed now which was kind of a big deal when for example the brady's did that on the brady bunch and then the rest of the episode actually takes place outside of the house it feels more like leave it to beaver it feels less like a sitcom that is being shot in a sound studio and now it feels like leave it to beaver they're out on a on a lot on the 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 back lot of some hollywood studio um but there's a moment when vision sets off for the day he's going to talk to the neighborhood watch association um because he's been hearing rumors about hooligans about and after he leaves Wanda notices something in their hedge and as she gets closer it's whatever it is you can see that it's in color Everything else is black and white, but she notices something in the hedge and it is in color and she reaches out and she picks it up and it's a toy helicopter. And that's kind of a weird moment. That's that's the first moment in this episode when you start to realize that something is going wrong. And then she her and the neighbor 
they head off to go meet with the women's organization that is putting the talent show together. And the woman in charge, her name is Dottie and everybody it's, it's again, it's a whole like Stepford wives type thing going on. Um, Wanda meets one of the neighbors named Geraldine. That's what she tells her. Her name is Geraldine, but I'm fairly certain without looking anything up that it's the woman that plays Monica Rambeau, who is, uh, well, I think her name is photon now, but she was captain Marvel. She was, uh, in the Captain Marvel movie, she was um, she was the little girl. And I know she's in this, and I know she has a big story arc in this, but I don't know why she is calling herself Geraldine at this point. And I don't think she knows why she's calling herself Geraldine. But there's a moment when Wanda and Dottie are talking, and Dottie says, I know what you are. I know what you and Vision are starting or are trying to hide. And the song Help Me Rhonda is playing on a radio and suddenly the the song slightly changes and they're singing Help Me Wanda and then a voice comes from the radio asking the question, who's doing this to you Wanda? Who's doing this to you? Well, in the meantime, Vision is meeting with the neighborhood watch and he finds out that really they're just a group of men who sit around and gossip about other men in the neighborhood. And one of the guys, Geraldine's husband gives vision a stick of gum. Vision starts chewing on the gum. He accidentally swallows it. And then there's a bit of animation that shows like a cutaway of him his insides, very basic. And the, the, the gum is in his mouth. It goes down his throat, down this tube into his stomach. Inside his stomach are three gears that are turning. The gum gets stuck in the gears and it starts grinding the gears down and mucking him up. And so it, it, it affects him basically. And so by the time he gets to the talent show, he's, he's acting drunk the entire time. And there's this whole thing where he's doing magic and he's actually using his powers. Like he levitates, he lifts a piano and stuff like that. And then Wanda has to use her powers to make it look as if what vision is doing is a trick. And in the end, they you they end up using Geraldine in the act. And in the end, they're all standing up in front of everybody and they're applauding. They were a big hit. Um, and now I can't quite remember how it ends, but there's a moment. Well, okay. So there's a moment when they, okay, now I remember. <laughs> I had to look at my notes. They go back home. They're both very happy. They feel like they now fit in with uh, the neighborhood. They do start a conversation about how they think it's weird that they don't remember their wedding and the fact that they don't wear wedding rings. So she uses her magic to put a, a ring on each of their fingers. And, uh, they both stand up and that's when they notice that suddenly she is pregnant. She's probably about six, seven months pregnant. She's not, well, she's not big, big, but she's not, she's definitely showing. She's probably six, seven months pregnant. And they don't seem shocked about it. That one moment she's not pregnant and the next moment she's about seven months along. They just, they see it and they're very happy. And he, Vision says something to the effect of it, it's, it's all happening for us or something like that. And they go outside because they hear the booming again. So they go outside to investigate and they step out into the street and they notice a manhole cover in the, in the middle of the street moving. And the, 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 the manhole cover moves out of the way. A hand comes up from the hole, moves the manhole cover. And a man in a beekeeping outfit climbs out of this freaking manhole in the middle of the street. There's bees buzzing all around him. There, there's creepy music playing. They're both, they're both obviously very scared about what they're seeing. 
and the beekeeper, he's got his back to him, but he turns around to look at them and his face is in shadow. So you can't see his face. And she just kind of says, no, no, this is this is not what I want. Something to that effect. And then it's like a videotape rewinds and they're back at the moment where they realize she's pregnant. And they say, we're getting everything we want or something to that effect. And then everything around them starts bursting into color. It goes into widescreen. Um, We, if I remember correctly, it's like we're back in the, whoever's observing them on the screen or watching the show. We see that again and we hear the voice again asking, who's doing this to you, Wanda? Who's doing this to you or whatever? Who? Yeah, who's doing this to you, Wanda? And... I have to wonder now at this point, because here's, you know, if you've caught up with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know that Vision's dead. So how is he suddenly alive? And now I'm starting to wonder if this is all just happening inside of Wanda's head or if somebody is manipulating her and she has created this reality because we know in the comic books she can do that. Obviously, if you've read House of M, you know that she can create a whole new reality using her magic. So that's what I think this is. I think this is a a new reality that she has created for herself in which vision is alive. They are married and they're trying to have a normal life together. And maybe based on the way she was raised, the only things that she's ever experienced as far as what a normal married couple life is are old shows that she would watch on TV. That's just my guess at this point. I feel like I'm pretty spot on. We'll find out as the show continues. But the voice that's asking, who's doing this to you, Wanda? I know that the guy, the FBI agent from the Ant-Man show, the movies, um, he's in uh, Fresh Off the Boat. I'm fairly certain that he is in this show. I'm fairly certain I read that somewhere. So I think that's who that is. Uh, Other than that, I don't know what else is going on. I know we're going to see different eras based on the trailer. We're going to see them in the 70s and we're going to see them in the 80s and so forth. So I think each episode as we progress, we're going to go further. So I probably the next episode will be in the 70s or maybe later in the 60s. And then we'll get an episode from the 60s and the 80s and all that stuff. But I am a I think it's kind of a a, a different way. It's it's very a brave is very much a brave way for them to tell this story, because really all you've gotten so far are two kind of cheesy old sitcom episodes with a bit of weirdness thrown in just enough weirdness thrown in that makes you want to want to watch more to see what's going on. And I I uh, it's kind of a weird way to do television. I think it's very it's very different. And I so far I'm I'm enjoying it. Both both episodes, I am enjoying it more than I thought I would. I'll just put it that way. I didn't think I would enjoy this show all that much because I'm not a big Scarlet Witch fan. I'm not a big Vision fan, but I'm liking them both in this. I think they're both, uh, I, I love these cheesy sitcom characters that they have both created for this show. And again, I want to I want to see what happens. I want to see if I'm right. I want to see if this is a reality that she has created for herself and that people are on the outside looking in and trying to get to her to uh, shut it down. Um, But we'll see. Did you watch him? Did you watch the episode? Let me know what you thought in the comments or on the Facebook, because I'll be, of course, posting about this episode in both places. That's it. That's my episode. Enjoy your weekend, folks. I'm out. 
Daddy. Good job. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.